Welcome to Equipus Christchurch. Equipus Church is a whole lot of friends championing one another to go higher in Christ. For more details, check out our website at equipuschurch.com forward slash Christchurch. Um, have you ever been part of a winning team? Yeah. What, is that, what does that feel like? Winning, yeah, what does winning feel like? What does it look like? Yeah, yeah, you don't just get a trophy, you don't just get all the, yeah, so hard work paid off. Do you know what? Here's the thing. We work hard as a church. I mean, you work hard, I work hard during the week, right, in your own lives, in your own workplaces, and then we come and do church, and then we work again, right? In your workplace, you get paid for what you do. Sweet. At church, you get paid for what you do. How do you get paid for what you do? Yeah, 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 all of that stuff. Like there's a, there's a satisfaction from, from, from partnering with what God is doing. And we get satisfaction. I don't know about you, but when I hear that someone makes a recommitment to follow Jesus, I'm like, man, it was worth getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning to come and set up. It's worth braving the freezing cold to come out, right? It's brave not having a cool breakfast just to come and to see that happen. We're part of a winning team. And so I'm so excited about that. Why don't you just high five five people standing around you and say, man, it's so good to have you here. Team night tonight. up here so that it just keep me with time and I won't speak for very long because um, I've got other people that will come and share as well but um, I just wanted to share something with you thanks amazing team um, ah, man I don't know about you but I'm just so excited I'm really excited for what God is doing I'm really excited for the way people are dreaming uh, most of the conversations that I have with people is just like, hey, I've got this idea or <laughs> I've got this dream um, just about how I can reach my community or I can reach these people or I feel like God's saying to me I could do this. And where there is vision, people thrive. Where, where there's no vision, people cast up restraint. People like, oh, I don't care. Oh, it's okay. They can do it. Um, I love one of the comments from, um, from one of our team about a Sunday night. I mean, they've been serving all day, and um, it's been a long day. They've got a young child. And so, you know, the, the comment to me was like, ah, oh, you know, I felt like I, I needed to go home, but I couldn't leave because I didn't want to leave the team by themselves. I felt like I had to do what I needed to do, but it just meant that everyone was a part of it, and they could leave early as well. Everyone leaves early. I love that kind of mindset. It's just like we're all in. And I get like we, we have family commitments and all that kind of stuff. I was just like, 
if we have the heart to just finish it and finish it big, then everybody's, like no one's carrying most of the weight of stuff, but everybody gathers together to make sure that the job is done well. And our church does that pretty well. Um, and so if you just needed a wee bit of a reminder, let me just say, let's stick around. Let's do that together. It'll be cool. Hey, um, you know, I, I, I love traveling on airplanes. And quite often, a lot of my examples, because I spent like nearly 10 years of my life flying, um, it's kind of like one of those go-to examples because it's so real and God speaks to me uh, in the ear and stuff. But have you ever imagined this, like you're sitting in, in, in a plane and it's, let's say it's sort of like early in the morning and you're traveling, say, to Auckland and the plane is just full of business people. Like everyone's all like either on their phone, or on their laptops and like, don't talk to me, I'm busy kind of thing. Um, and then you get someone like me who sit next to you and I'll just like, good morning. And they'll be like, good morning. And I'll say, oh, so you're traveling for business. Clearly they're in a suit. And they'll be like, yep. Are you just going for the day? Yeah. And then they feel obliged to, re to respond and ask you a question because they'll just be rude if they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll kind of go, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm going the same way. <laughs> going the same way. And then they'll, they'll say things like, what do you do? Now, often what I've learned is if I said what I did, end of conversation, right? So if you say, oh, I'm a pastor or a minister, like literally the noise-canceling headphones comes on, latest boat, but... um. But if, but if I say, oh, you know, I work for this global network. And they'll be like, you know, we, like, cradle to grave is our reach. And they're like, who the heck is this guy? You know, like, global. Like, we're in Africa. We're up in, in Europe. You know, we're in the Pacific. Here in New Zealand, all over New Zealand. And now they're like, what do you do? So I, I just drag the conversation on and on and on. Um, and what I love is that at the end of the conversation, it's like a handshake. It's like, here's my card. Why don't you call me sometime? Sometimes conversations like that, you often feel like you're just intruding in other people's business. I, I, I want to suggest tonight that maybe sometimes we kind of feel like that with God. Kind of feel like, man, God's, you've heard the, the, the people describe it, the God botherers. Hey, it's like you're always bothering God with your prayers and da 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 da. It's like, so sometimes we get this perception that I'm not going to bother God with this idea or situation or whatever. I want to help us kind of get a clearer vision of what a conversation with Jesus should be shaped like. Is that good? All right. So think about, to think about God is to think about something interesting about Him. God is not just your God. We share Him. I know. So He's just not the God of the just. He's the God of the unjust. The faithful and the faithless. He's just not the God of the living. He's also the God of the dead. He is the God of the unborn. 
and He's the God of those who have yet to come. God is the God of the deceased, those with no vision, but God is the God of those with fuller vision. He has rule and reign in what was, what is, and what is to come. He is the eternal God, immutable. You cannot shut him up. He has all authority. The God of various planets, even yet to be discovered. There is no planet that actually escapes his authority. Controlling, spinning, orbiting, keeping everything functioning in its correct order. Even temperature. Too hot, you burn. Too cold, you're dead. God is a God of details. That's our God. And yet, God our God is an all-inclusive God. So when people start to talk about busy people or people in authority, uh, you have to understand that you can't just easily get them to see you whenever you want to. You, you kind of like busy people often have the head down and like, just, don't, just don't talk to me. It's like on the planes, like I'm busy. I'm clearly doing something here. Do not talk to me. Sometimes I find they're the best people to talk to because there'll be some intelligent conversation happening because <laughs> they want to finish it and they want to make a point. These people, you have to book in advance to see them. You can't just waltz into their office and think you could just have a, a chat or a coffee. So when we're these, these are men and women who only have limited hours just as we do. Limited energy and limited intelligence. But when we start talking about God, God is able because He neither sleeps or slumbers to run everything in the universe and still be available for our interruptions. And our interruptions do not deter him from his ability to be good over the whole universe. What I'm trying to say is this. God can be healing someone in Nigeria and he would be with someone being born in Australia. He is with someone praying while they're bungee jumping off in Queenstown. And he can be controlling something at the same time that you could hear a prayer in the middle of the Sahara Desert. Or your prayer just before you take your exam. Without disappointing all these other requests, he is able to do all things. At the same time. Man, that flips my mind. When did we make it so complicated? When did we think that, oh man, it just 
doesn't matter, so I won't bother God with it. You see, when we start to talk to God, let's consider for the moment the privilege that we have that I would have an appointment with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords at a moment's request. To be able to interrupt his day and for him to hear our voice. Here's the interesting thing. Unlike all the other created creatures uh, in the universe, from angels to a moth, we are the only species that are allowed to interrupt God with a prayer. I'll go further. So as strong as the angels are, they do not have the privilege of being able to bombard heaven as often as we do. Angels are ministering spirits and flames of fire. They come when God says come. They go when God says go. They are unable to interrupt him at will. A lion in the desert roaring, no matter how hungry he is, he is not allowed to pray for food. The elephant in all of his majesty, tons of weight, feet thumping through the forest despite all of his might, he is unable to interrupt God and say, I'm thirsty, lead me to some water. But you, as small and insignificant as you are, at the slightest whim of frustration, through mood swing, menopause, midlife crisis, adolescent, raising children, problem with your job, problem with your fridge, your washing machine, your car won't start, your headache, that won't go away, and that lump in your knee and the gum in your shoe. At any given time, we can bombard heaven and get God's attention. Prayer. It's prayer. It's prayer. There's nothing like it in the universe. If you're not using the mechanism of prayer, And don't talk to me about how frustrated you are. Because you'll be like a person that's in a burning building and you have the option to use the fire escape and you don't. We don't need an appointment with him. You don't need an appointment with me. I am infinite. You need an appointment with God. He's infinite. Hmm. Why do we keep choosing to go to limited people who have limited wisdom to seek infinite answers when we, we all, what we can do is bombard heaven without a priest? a confessional booth without rosary beads, without board meetings or committee meetings. The privilege of prayer. 
You yourself can go in at will and approach God. Here's the fact. Hebrews 4.16 says this, not only can you come, not only can you come, but you can come boldly to the throne of grace where you can receive mercy and find the will in his grace to help us when we need it most. This is the confidence that we have. That if we seek everything in accordance with his will, he hears us. In James, he says, you have not because you ask not. He says, whatever you desire, when you pray, believe you have received it and you shall have it. He says, if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Stop the worrying or being fatigued. Stop being stressed out. He's waiting for you to ask him. You see, it's not the energy of prayer that causes it to be effective, nor is it the magnitude of the language or the volume of words or the bulk of your intellect. It's in the sincerity of your heart that causes a prayer to be powerful. It's not the rhythm or the flow Wrap it or speak it, slow or fast, whether you groan it or you moan it, whether you wail it or you yell it. It doesn't really matter how you declare it, but when you dispatch it, prayer is equal ground between the intellectual and the illiterate. I love this English teachers if you're in the room. God doesn't care if you split the verbs or the adjectives, even if you break down the nouns. He knows your thoughts from afar. When you pray, he will move on your behalf. Turn to your neighbor and say, you just got to pray. You just have to pray. We're entering to the month of June where we'll be fasting and we'll be praying. I don't know, in the past, I've, I've sort of seen it as a religious exercise. It was more about the food that I couldn't eat than actually praying. Now I'm talking to a room full of leaders. Don't get stuck on the food. It's not about the food. It's about prayer. God would much rather hear from you than to look at what you're giving up. I believe this new day like Pastor Sophia described and prophesied for us. We're changing how we're operating. We're going to a new level. And what we need in this time is a praying church. Because nothing else will see us through. I'm not a clever guy. I'm pretty simple. But one thing I can tell you, I've got a conviction from God that we will see this city saved. I don't know how else we're going to do it,
but we will build <laughs> together. And here's the thing. We have gifted people in our church that God has placed in their heart a vision to achieve what God wants us to, to achieve. So I don't feel inadequate in any way. I've got to remind myself of that. Because I'm surrounded by kings and queens, a, a legacy of hope where the church, one more time, will not be ignored, cannot be explained, cannot be stopped. I want to see that happen in my lifetime. Are we building a, a building to house the mission of what God wants to do? We'll be talking more into that. I'll get Paul up to come and talk about that. But pray. Because your prayer changes things. And your teams, if you need to recruit people. Never mind asking them. Pray them in. Pray them in. That God will bring them in. And God, in His special way, does that. So be encouraged. That's a short word. But I just wanted to encourage you. Think about the angels. Even they couldn't bombard God with their requests. Not even the lion, not even the elephant, not any other species of creatures that God has created, except for you. Except for you. Cool? Come on, let's just stand together. I just want to spend a couple of minutes. Just, I, just want to, I just want us to thank God. Come on, I want, us, I want us to just pray right now and thank Him for what He has done, for what He's about to do. And we just want to be open, Holy Spirit, to what you're going to do. Come on, leaders, just begin to, begin to lift up your voice. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Check out our website at equipuschurch.com forward slash Christchurch.